Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button as well as the like button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? Good, bro. That uh, definitely a long, long weekend. I feel like this is like longer than most holiday weekends. Uh, right. I feel like I did a lot for July 4th, but also did nothing, which is like the weird part. Like one day I was like, on the beach the whole fucking day and yet still drank until like one in the morning. And then like having Monday off, you're like, should I be doing something productive? Should I keep drinking? Like, I don't know. Like, it was just like a lot of nothingness, but still fun. Uh, yeah. How about you, man? How, how, how was your uh, your long weekend? It was good. Um, so I flew down to L.A. last week on Wednesday night. Nice. Um, so I've been here for about a week now. Um, just came down for the, the long weekend. And it's uh, my mom's birthday on July 4th. So. Oh, nice. Um, Happy birthday to her. Appreciate it. I'll let her know. Um, she or we always go to uh, my aunt's house in uh, like the Altadena area, which is um, kind of like northeast of of L.A. Okay. Um, so we just had a barbecue, um, lit a few fireworks, went to go watch uh, like official legal fireworks as well. After because that, L.A. L.A. fireworks are illegal, right? Yeah. I mean, I think they're illegal in most places. Um, granted, Not I don't Florida, know if it bro. depends. Yeah, <laughs> I feel Florida. like everything's illegal. Um, but yes, I mean, we had some little ones, and then we had like I think the the really aggressive dynamite-looking ones that mm. could blow your fucking hand off, um, allegedly. In case uh, the feds are watching this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, just went out to a few bars. Uh, throughout the weekend so it was super fun that was like the first time i had really gone out especially that much since moving to san francisco okay and it was kind of like when i was in florida i was like damn like the nightlife is it's just different in i know places. dude um so that's the only thing i kind of regret but also glad i did because now i'm like fuck i, I low-key miss la Dude, I feel like the best meme I've seen like since like everything has started opening up is like uh, going outside is costing me way too much money. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bro, like I feel like we are spending just so much money because there's always something else happening. Like, I'm right. like, like, can we just yeah. chill? Because even chilling and doing nothing, you end up dropping like a few hundred dollars or mm-hmm. a thousand On like DoorDash or Postmates or something. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like even like, um, Dude, me and my girl had a full like every day was at least a couple hundred bucks and then like on our chill night yesterday i still dropped like 90 on uber eats and like booze to watch a movie it's like dude where, where yeah. does this fucking end you know what i mean right um <clears throat> but yeah dude it was the, probably the best part for me uh over the the holiday weekend was my boy has a uh, actually you met him at when we went to koyo like my my, my boy's from uh he's actually from la uh who we went to berkeley with billy he nice. it's his birthday on july 5th so on july 4th we went to his uh, his place in miami beach dude he lives on the 39th floor so you can see the entire firework festivities all over miami to the left and then if you look completely straight you see all the fireworks in fort lauderdale so literally like oh wow left to right all you see is fireworks completely like in front of you and then to your extreme right you have the ocean front like right there so it's like it was like a vibe up there dude uh-huh. and then we played fucking uh, flip cup the whole night and uh, stack sacks and like uh, beer pong. Like it was just like a cool college night, um, yeah. but also not being out. Cause like, I don't know, man, like we'll get to this point later, which is probably one thing we forgot on the rundown. Like there was a lot of fucking crime this weekend, bro. Like all over America, like not even like in just like, uh, you know, quintessential like ghetto hood areas. Like people are mm-hmm. getting fucking shot up and like, very well you know off areas like in georgia for example so like yeah i was very cognizant of that i'm like bro i'm not really trying to be out like i know miami's been open for a minute but i'm like yeah i'm not really trying to be out this weekend though yeah i mean we could get into a little bit of it now if you want but uh for me i I didn't really fear at all um i'd say no just because like on the actual day of july 4th like uh you know, I was just confined to my family. And then also right, the neighborhood right. is like incredibly quiet and suburban. Um, it's not like a really an active, you know, block party or like, you know, a college kid infested area or anything. Right, 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 right. So when I was there, I didn't. Um, and then even going out at night, uh, the bar I went to is, is near my mom's house. Um, and that's like a super tame street and everything um, doesn't even like before the pandemic didn't really attract 
the quote unquote like hood crowd. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in those instances, I didn't really feel that way. But I'm sure if I ventured off more into like LA proper and mm. was in sketchier areas, probably 100% would have crossed my mind. And it a thousand percent would have crossed my mind um, in SF because SF is like like Gotham City in some areas. <laughs> it's fucking out of control. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know, like. I don't think it actually was that bad in Miami because uh, like, me and my girl on, uh, where do we go? I think, well, that's actually two weeks ago. So the week prior we went, like, we took for a walk down Miami beach and I'm like, oh, it, it's, it's funny how like when the rest of the country's open, like this part of the country's not as crazy, but mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I just feel like for like a major holiday like that, the rule really is in like Miami, like try to avoid, you know, big places. Cause like, yo, some shit always goes down. Like. I don't think anything happened officially, um, according to the news in Miami. But yeah, like you saw in mean, the most shootings we've ever seen in Chicago, which is like like a fucking new record every fucking week, it seems. Um, yeah. So it's just sad that we kind of like low-key predicted this like three months ago. Like, yo, like it seems that like, according to like my cop friends and Marine friends that like this summer is going to be very aggressive. Like it always is, but it's going to be even worse because of quarantine. And bro, it's really just turning out to be that, which is just like kind of nerve-wracking bro because like again i'm going to new york this weekend i'm going to be out and about both days i'm there so it's like bro i'm trying to just like enjoy my family and friends like i'm not really trying to worry about like the wrong crowd like trying to start some shit because it's fucking hot outside yeah yeah it's unfortunate uh obviously the pandemic made it far worse than probably it, it was gonna be um even though it seems like the summertime there's always crazy shit going on in general especially now because everybody's out um, and I'm sure everyone's, you know, just being reckless themselves um, and just being an easy target. So hopefully things quiet down and we normalize in that sense. I think that's the only downside of the pandemic is like, yeah, we got to reset. But like some people, uh, the government just basically pushed to the side and those people are desperate as hell for like and they're willing to lose everything. That's what I was, I was gonna ask. Like, do shit. you think it's just like people being locked in for so long and just don't know how to act now that they're out, or is it also just uh, people no longer have the means to like survive, and they're like, bro, let me go fucking rob someone or some shit right now who mm -hmm. is like out and flaunting it because they're dying to be outside so I can see them with their money out and like you know what I mean like I wonder like which one do you think yeah. it's, it's, it's more of? I feel like they. No, I'd say the latter, like no longer have means to survive. So I feel like this affected like damn near every single industry. I'm sure even if you're a fucking drug dealer, it probably yeah. affected you because people are just too paranoid to like go out. Mm -hmm. um, and I think over time, people were just like, we need to find a new hustle. And then that's how like people just started stealing those bulldogs even more or not bulldogs. Uh, whatever they're called, French. Yeah, French Bulldogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah French Bulldogs, um, stealing those. And then people are just like, oh, and I think it also has to do with the fact that um, police are only focused on, only have the bandwidth to target uh, violent crime. Because mm. um, I know- There's like, like a perfect least, whirlwind right now for like, yeah. if you are like yeah. struggling financially, you see people on the gram, you can look at geotags, you can see where they're gonna be at. And then you know the cops probably aren't gonna address it unless it's like a murder, which you're probably not yeah. trying to do. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the biggest thing now that I think about it is they know they're just gonna get a slap on the wrist. I'm sure it varies from you know town to town, but yeah, 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 I, yeah. I know for a fact, like, I mean, the, the police, I'm pretty sure said it on that conference call I was on, um, where I was just kind of listening. They said something along the lines of like, if it's not a violent crime, like, it's gonna be deprioritized de essentially so yeah you know you could steal shit do whatever and you know chances are you won't get in trouble unless you're like the cops right there yeah yeah so sometimes like i feel like right now like yeah to your point it, it seems that like the risk is kind of worth the reward um mm -hmm. right now um, yep. because yeah because it is yeah trying to figure out like why is it that extreme but yeah like some people like like, like legit like their jobs never came back or they just been they're they're so far behind on everything. I also believe that um, I think as of like this week, Florida, um, but all those like eviction and uh, mortgage like uh, deals where like you did you could like hold off on making payments is like done. 
So you're saying like mm-hmm. those evictions might go through the roof now. So like imagine if your guy is struggling and you're just trying to be like, you know, cover next month's rent and you don't have a job, this right. might be it. You're like you're looking for any reasons, like, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. And uh well that I, I heard some a lot of people are still on unemployment too, right? Mm-hmm. Like in general. So that's what's kind of weird to me. And I, I know some people, I mean, there's been memes and some people have mentioned like there's a lot of people just not returning to right like restaurants paid, can't find yeah, they're anyone getting paid yeah. more money just to stay at home exactly so that kind of makes me wonder why um you know certain people are still out here you know well but yeah you're right but I like, maybe I, they don't yeah, qualify yeah you're right you're right you're right but I, think, I don't know like like i don't know if all jobs qualify for unemployment right if you had just like some part-time job or something like that like or you got paid under the books uh, under the table like off the books yeah. like I wonder if those are the people struggling, you know, and and then actually yeah. committing these crimes, like have like the, the I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm gonna just go and by any right. means, like you know, pawn this guy's watch or steal his car. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a a big shit show, and obviously, people are gonna take advantage, even if they don't necessarily need the money. I'm sure there's all kinds of like unemployment PPP loan type fraud where, uh, people may be down bad, but they're like fuck it, like everyone else is doing it. Yeah, yeah, just joining the crowd kind of back to like the like the protest back in the day when like the shit looked bad, but it was like anyone actually like involved in it. So yeah, man. So everyone out there, stay safe. Uh again, we're only halfway through the summer right now. Plenty of fun to be in to be enjoyed. But uh yeah, I would just say be you know, be aware. And if it's like a major holiday, maybe not be in it. Uh, but to your point, bro, like kind of like being back in LA and missing the vibe. Like I'm starting to see that more and more with like New York and LA and like uh even in Miami trying to plan something. Like all these like 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 parties are like happening again. Where like you know like the everyday people one, um the Koyo Taco one in the back, like the uh uh selection is even doing like his own like um residency in fucking vegas so i'm like yo should we just go to vegas for a night and go fucking see this dude so like that is what i'm missing so i am excited to be a part of that soon because i'm like yo i gotta have it like i think i don't the only real taste i've had it with about that was like when you were here at the end of may or beginning of may right so like that's like the last time that i actually like experienced that so i'm like mm-hmm. damn i really now that that's like a norm again like i feel like i'm about that shit yeah 100 percent um but like you said i, I need a make sure my pockets are straight because every oh. single day i was like i need to go out take advantage of this especially because i mean i can come to back come back to la essentially whenever i want but right, right right at the same time like i don't know if stuff's gonna close down again i don't know you know if they're gonna have new restrictions the next time i can actually have yeah, fun delta out, so. variant trying to fuck up the whole summer like yep. bro i'm like don't do this to us please right uh, but it's funny you say that, dude, about, like, keeping your pocket straight. So, same, dude. Like, I have, like, God willing, I'm going to be in New York every week for, like, the next another another two months. And I've already been doing that since April. But, bro, like, uh, so, again, so your bachelor party is already confirmed, right? Dude, yeah. it is now exactly a month before the other bachelor party. And nothing is confirmed. And, like, he goes to this podcast or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But, bro, I am refusing to remind him because I'm like, bro, if it doesn't happen, we'll go out of Miami, you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> if I can save like a couple, like a hundred, like a thousand dollars or $1,200, like, I'm more than happy yeah. to do that. And we can go out for like a nice dinner and like call it fucking night, you know? For sure. And the last thing I ever want to do is like remind someone to do something they like kind of want to do. Like, so, yeah. I mean, for all you know, he's like, I mean, he doesn't want to go maybe, but like, if two people remind him, then he might be like, fuck, I can't let my boys. Yeah, I don't want to f- make you feel pressed, especially like if it's your thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, bro, this is like, you know, I'm down, but like, I also have a reason. Like, if you come to me like a week before, I'm like, bro, like, you're asking me a week before, I no longer have the PTO. Like, let's just yeah. say, <laughs> but like, like, yeah, but I was just like, bro, it's exactly a month before, and like, yeah. nothing's booked, nothing. I'm just like, oof. So, yeah, that might be an extra $1,200 I have for a week old in, uh, in October. For sure. I mean that I find it hard to imagine that anyone could plan a trip like that within a month and have like everything be booked and smoothly taken yeah, care yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, what's wild though, at least for Miami, like, and you would think it'd be more aggressive because there's so many Colombians here. So people just not even like going to visit, just like going home. But like, yo, the, these flights are so wide open, like crazy, like for that time of year. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I agree. Like, like, 
you want people to like kind of have the buildup, you know what I mean? You don't want this to be a, a feel like a last minute thing where it feels rushed. So even like if what the final result is a good thing, people are still gonna have that taste in their mouth. Like bro, it was last minute and you just asked me, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, I'd rather just like, I, the way you're doing it, bro, is fucking A1. Um, so I'll keep that in mind, like if I ever do my own, but like, yeah, like I was like, bro, it's, I'm like, cause I just set my balls, like all my PTO dates for the rest of the year. And yeah. I had to ask for those days off, bro. I'm like, am I really gonna be off, bro? Like, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna yeah. be here, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, so like with mine, for instance, some people called out the fact that like I was planning um, everything. They're like, shouldn't the, the best man be doing it? Like, yeah, 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 wow, yeah, you're yeah. doing it earlier and stuff. And then one of my friends uh, who likes to analyze people and uh, who's uh, supposed to come um, brought up like the Myers Briggs thing all the like diagnosed me uh in terms of my personality type and he's like basically you don't trust anyone to get it done so you'd rather just like handle it all in the beginning and like have it be like what are your uh what are your i have two comments that so what are your myers briggs letters i i I think you said infp if i'm oh so it's funny because i am i am i've done that test multiple times bro since i've been in corporate america and I, every single time, get the same one. I'm an INFJ. Got it. So I'm an introvert that goes off intuition, but I'm still very feely. Uh, but I do, like, judge people. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like, I, I still mean, judge people. <laughs> no, I was going to say the, like, low-key, when I first got my letters, I forget what which letter it was, but, like, part of you uh, might feel uh a bit like offended or insulted like when you hear certain personality types do certain things or mm-hmm. have certain ranks in companies because he was like oh this is what ceos are and i'm like what does that mean i can't be a fucking right. CEO or leader or some shit um but i know a girl who's an infj um but the interesting thing is you come across infinitely more extroverted than her yeah, I mean, there's levels to it, right? Like, no yeah. one's an extreme I or an extreme E or and for the other ones. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I get INFJ all the time. Um, and then the second part, bro, but I do think the reason why, and I could be wrong, obviously, I'll say this now, because I feel like I would do the same, bro. If it's an international trip where there's so many moving pieces and like you're the common denominator amongst all of these people. I just feel like inevitably it's like, yo, why wouldn't I take care of this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we're just going to Vegas and you just need an email list, like, that's one thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. if we're going to go to Columbia, we got to make sure passports are fucking active. We got to make sure, like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it kind of makes sense that, like, the groom who knows everyone is the one planning it. Right. And also, like, I, mean, I think I mentioned this to you before, but you obviously know I went. Um, right. You also so I already, already went knew, there. Like, yeah. yeah knew the whole itinerary like what i wanted to do what i didn't want to do so i figured just fucking copy paste what we had already done two years ago and then like the work is pretty much done yeah dude but i think i would do the same exact thing i'm gonna do the same as me whenever that happens like bro because to your friend's point like i don't think i would trust anyone to do it exactly how i want it done right and then i also don't want to get there and it's not what I want. And I'm like, yeah. bro, this is about me. And this is what the fuck we did. Like, in what fucking world do you think I would enjoy this? You know what I mean? So right. to not put that fucking, like, hate on someone else, I would just fucking, like, yeah, let me do it. Don't worry about it. Venmo me, Zell me, and we'll figure it out later. Right. And I'm glad I brought up the passport shit because uh, I found out two people in the group uh, have expired ones. Um, and I don't even think I found out through the email I sent, I found out like passively talking to them. And then <laughs> one of them doesn't even have a passport. So he has to apply. So I, I'm glad I found out now because even with the expedited service, I think it takes a, a month or two. Yo, uh, if man, you don't dude, do I that shit. To, when I went to DR in March, uh, no, sorry, when I went to Dominican Republic last October, yeah, uh-huh. dude, like a lot of people had to back out the trip because they didn't get, they, they assumed they would have their passport back. And I'm like, bro, because of COVID, like everything is so backed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fingers crossed they don't uh, they don't back out last minute. Yeah, but we good though, definitely not. But kudos to you for planning that shit. Very uh, very smart of you, and uh, I'm excited. Uh, we're exactly what three and a half months away, something like that. Yeah. So yep. Plenty of time to get to get hyped up for that. But uh, get the show on the road. Um, Audio theory episode seventy nine, chugging along here. So I mean, I feel like the most 
we have a, a few things to run through, but I feel like the one that kind of stuck out to me, just like the most controversy that seemed to have like have be so polarizing on both ends of it, was the Olympic athlete, not Olympic athlete, the the female runner. I think her name is uh, Shakari Richardson. So she was banned from the Olympics for testing positive for marijuana. And this got very extreme reactions. Like one was like, this is fucking bullshit. 2021, these people who are banning her are probably invested in THC companies. And the other extreme was like, well, you should have fucking known, like don't do fucking weed if you know they test for weed before the Olympics. So just kind of wanted to get your uh, your take on the whole thing. Uh, so I, I definitely know about this story. I didn't dive too deep into the granular details of what took place but did they ever confirm like when she smoked like so she said so she had she broke some fucking record bro she qualified for the olympics like two weeks ago and she smoked the week prior and her reasoning was that she found out that her biological mother um passed away so she was stressed Uh um but then also admitted she smokes weed kind of all the time from like Uh other comments so but yeah, she she definitely admitted to smoking like a week before. Yeah, I mean that's like a a really tough one. I I mean regardless of what took place, I think it's stupid that weed is ever this thing that could disqualify these athletes. Just because I I don't think it really gives them an advantage in like any case. Really, I could right. be wrong, but I always thought it was weird that like basketball players couldn't do it. Can't they do it now? Uh. The NBA uh, promised in this season that they're no longer testing for it. Got it. Yeah, I think it would almost be like testing someone for alcohol, and it's like, but, yo, this shit would be a disadvantage, if anything. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm all kinds of fucked up on this track. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it, it definitely sucks and is bullshit, but, I mean, if I guess if it's part of the rules, like, I don't get why she would take that risk, but I, I understand if that's, like, really if her reasoning is really what took place, then like I'd have no choice but the, to sympathize with her. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I'm somewhere in the middle events. as well, dude, because I definitely like sympathize with the situation. Like, bro, like you were Olympic, like you want, like your dream, if you're like in that field is just to make the Olympics, right? So like mm-hmm. to have that dream literally removed from you like a week after like your highest of highs. But I mean, my thing, bro, like they didn't add weed to this list like last week. Like that's always right. been the rule. Right. And there's hundreds of thousands of other athletes who probably smoke weed all the time who knew that rule and were like, all right, bro, I cannot smoke anytime near, you know, qualifying right. for an event. It's like my other thing, like, bro, you know that's the fucking rule. Like, don't fucking do it. That's like my right. thing, bro. Like it's like it's like I get again, I feel bad for her. Like obviously her mom her her mom passing away um is terrible. And like anything you can do to cope with that, I'm gonna always, you know, vouch for that. But my dude, like this is like a specific, like, bro, like you knew this rule. Like you knew they give you a list of all the banned substances. So like they didn't just add this one to screw you over. So that's like when people are making like a race thing. I'm like, bro, like I don't this this is no. not it's not race, dog. Like this is not like, oh, let's try to yeah, remove that's... this black girl from this thing. I'm like, yo, like everyone right. who smokes weed and gets caught, like they're gonna like ban you until that rule is removed. Now we can talk about that. Like, hey, let's let's push to remove that so this ever happens again to somebody else. But as far as you specifically, like, bro, like these are the rules. So mm-hmm. that's where I like. I, I feel like I'm kind of black and white. I'm like, bro, like those are the rules. Now like, I can't blame you. If we change the rules like five years from now, and then we go back. Like that's bullshit, or vice versa. But like that's the rule right now. You knew what the rule was. You still decided to smoke. That's on. So like. Like, I, I, I kind of don't feel bad when it's like, bro, like, this is so self-inflicted. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I think the reason why people are outraged really is because, I mean, I think the average person doesn't see smoke in a joint or whatever as this malicious thing, let alone 100%. something that could give someone an advantage. So in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's bullshit to like crush someone's dreams over something that probably wouldn't, uh, give them an advantage but like you said i mean if if the rules are very obvious i mean you could probably ask anyone who doesn't know shit about the olympics and they probably assume that uh they can't like do any drugs of any sort before right right right. yeah in order there's, to there's plenty compete. of dumb rules bro like fucking think about it's like sat testing like you use the wrong fucking pencil 
you yeah. fucking failed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how is that fair? I knew all the answers. Why, motherfucker? We told you for the past year, use a number two pencil. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, like, shit like that, it's like, it could be so, like, mundane. But, like, if you already know these rules, like, you just mm. got to fucking follow them, dog. If you want to be in that, like, sport, like, like right. no one's saying you have to be in track and field, but if mm. you want to be in track and field, like, this is just the fucking rule. Like, it's kind of like the mass shit. Like, people would show up knowing damn well that the grocery store or whatever was going to require a mask and they would just flip out and like yeah make up every excuse in the world i have asthma i fucking have an ugly nose and like all kinds of shit just to not like people literally cut a hole in the mask just because so, uh, the woman was trying to like use semantics and be like look it, this just says it needs to like be attached to your ears and like on your chin or something um so i think yeah it, it's ridiculous that uh, people are going to go that hard for her um, and also ridiculous when people bring race into it because I, I don't think that honestly has anything to do with it. At all, dude. At all. At all. Now, like, yeah, like, people were making, like, hey, like, people were, like, said, if this was Michael Phelps, this wouldn't be a big deal. I'm like, I don't think that's true, dog. Like, I think yeah. it's just the rule. So, yeah, again, I, I, she's been completely, so she was banned and then there was hope that she could qualify for a race that technically is after the ban, but during the Olympics, like while well, already starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it was, I think the four, the four by four relay or something, whatever the relay races in, in, uh, in uh, track and field. But they uh-huh. just came out today and said that we're not gonna pick her for the race at all for, for violating the term. So yeah, sucks for sucks. her, but I think it's just a lesson either just fucking change these rules um, or mm-hmm. if these are the rules and you wanna be a part of that industry, if it's, if it's yeah. a fucking part of your job, then I just you gotta fucking follow the rules until you can right. fucking change it. I hate hypotheticals like that, by the way. Like if this was Michael Phelps or Bieber or whatever, this wouldn't happen. I think the only way you can say that, like with conviction, would be to have evidence of like like a track record of, I don't know, twenty black athletes who all yeah. got ejected for drugs and then 20 white athletes who all uh, were known to be smoking weed or whatever and they just got pushed through then you could say that shit but you can't just be like oh Michael Phelps is white therefore I know for a fact he would have you know yeah I'm 100% sure in trouble I'm like yeah I don't think so bro especially because like yo like if anything like her racing would have been great for like American like just Mm -hmm. like have her as like a a representative like of the country because like dude there was so much buzz around her but like yeah. yeah, I think, it's, again, I feel bad for the idea of, like, damn, you won't be able to go, but, like, if it's self-inflicted, bro, like, you just got to be smarter, in, in, you know, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, hopefully she'll be fine. Yeah, yep. So, some other comedy, uh, last, last week that we didn't get into is we had the interview. We'll, we'll catch up on the interview shortly. Um, but let the people know what happened with your, uh, your boy, little Uzi in St. John. Uh, yeah. I think it was, was it in Miami? No, it was in uh, LA, in West LA, Hollywood. Okay. Um, so allegedly, Lil Uzi Vert uh, pulled up on St. John and his ex-girl, Lil Uzi's ex-girl, like hopped out of Escalade, confronted the two, apparently tried to swing at St. John, did like one of those cartoon extra punches where you spin around like 20 times. Oh, like the, the, Tyler, the Tyler Hero punch? Like just like, yeah, ah. like that punch. Yeah, those long ass <laughs> uppercuts. Uh, and then his gun fell out of his pocket. Um, and apparently he picked up the gun and like put it to his girl's, uh, ex-girl's chest and like threatened to shoot her or something. Apparently allegedly, allegedly, well. yeah, yeah. allegedly. This is all alleged. Um, and obviously this took the internet um, by storm and Everyone's just like, holy shit, what, what is going on here? I don't know if there's footage out. I mean, that area is super populated. It's not like this happened in some, like, elevator or something. So, or even if it did, there definitely will be footage. But right, right, right. it's not like it was in the, some alleyway or something. So I'm sure there will be footage of it, especially if it did take place and all this craziness took place. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Big John's, like, five times the size of Lil Uzi. So I would see why he would bring a gun to that fight. Well, I mean, I, I feel like he's always strapped, like, because I think there was Legally? like a video. Yeah, oh, dude, he can't be in LA unless he somehow magically got a, a concealed carry license. Well, yeah, so I think he has a, a light. I, I just know he's like, there's multiple videos where like people, like fans, because you know he has like those fancy cars, like the Bugatti cars, and like those wild R8s. And yeah. then there's multiple videos like people rolling up on him, 
and like him saying like, yo, chill, motherfucker, I'm strapped. Like I can't, you can't just be jumping at me and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I was surprised about being strapped. But dude, what I've come to learn is like never judge a book by his cover. Cause bro, this is like the second or third time that like Uzi has pulled up on someone and like not given a fuck. Like yeah. I feel like the most vivid one I can remember like a year and a half ago, like, he pulled up on Rich the Kid mm-hmm. at like Starbucks and beat the living shit out of oh. Rich the Kid, bro. And I was just like, bro, what the fuck? I'm not gonna lie. I was when I saw that, I was like, why are people so afraid of him? I mean, I'm not saying like he's a bitch, but like he's relatively small. I, th- I didn't think he had a gun. Very like, feminine, right? So like, I think naturally we just think like, bro, like he's like a, he's not a girl, but like he does yeah. feminine things. Like you would think like no one who does that shoulder thing is ever gonna beat my ass. <laughs> like, yeah. but bro. This dude has no fear, bro. Like, he just pulled up on Rich the Kid Dolo. Like, bro, I will fuck you up. And then, like, proceeded to fuck him up. Yeah. So, like, the best out of all of this, I'm like, obviously, like, having a gun involved and, like, something is ridiculous and, like, shouldn't happen. But, like, I just wasn't surprised that he pulled up on anyone anymore. Because I'm like, right. kind of makes sense, bro. Because it seems like he's super emotional. And if yeah. he feels wrong, bro, he's going to go pull up on anyone. I don't go fuck. Yep. And St. John, bro, I know he's like, our age or older than us like he's like 33 34 so has like 10 years on uzi is probably a good 90 pounds heavier than him and like uzi did not get like that's yo yo like salute to him for just like not giving a fuck now was it smart probably not but like dude that was yo that's amazing yeah but it's also like I mean, not to throw shade at Rich the Kid, but like Rich the Kid doesn't strike me as like this super big, bad, intimidating rapper. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, St. John, I think definitely has a more intimidating build. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to fight him. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, Rich the Kid probably pulled up with like security or somebody to like have his back if shit really went left. I feel like a lot of these artists, especially if they're hotheads like him from the streets, just kind of feel especially if they have money too um kind of feel invincible in a lot of these situations to where they're like i'll just have to i can't put my pride to the side like i'll just do whatever i feel like and whatever happens happens even if i'm four foot five or whatever yeah yeah i do i don't even think he's five foot bro i think he's like tiny like he's Mm -hmm. tiny yeah if you could see how tiny someone is like on camera then you know they're right. short. Because some of these dudes look tall, like Tom Cruise or whatever. They're like five, six, and he looks tiny. So he has to be like four, nine. A hundred percent, dude. Like, yeah, I don't think he's even five foot. And he's like, but he has this massive persona that, again, so many people just respect. Uh, did we get like an end result of this? Like, obviously, no one got shot, thank God. Uh, did, did either of them come out and comment on this shit, though? Like Uzi or um, St. John? Uh, no, I don't believe either of them did. I think Uzi may have gone live or something, but I'm he obviously wouldn't have said anything really, um, if something took place. But I haven't seen any confirmation, just like, oh, he's accused of hitting ex girlfriend, but I haven't seen any videos or like commentary really. Got it, got it. Yeah, again, obviously, summertime, summertime violence at all time high, <laughs> no matter what part <laughs> of the uh, the uh, tax bracket you're on. But like, I, I think the biggest thing I gotta was just like. Another situation where, like, you would think Uzi Vert would, like, back down and this motherfucker just not does not care, which is just yeah. hilarious to me because you would think he'd be, like, the nicest, sweetest person in the world. You see all these videos of him, like, with kids, you know what yeah. I mean? Just, like, giving them He's ice always cream smiling. Yeah, always dancing, happy, Shoulder dog. shrugging. And then just, like, yeah, but I will fuck up anyone. I'm like, bro, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I but, know a lot, a lot of little people like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the Napoleon complex, but it just seems, like, just funnier to, just for him. Um, but a funny, he was also, so Uzi was at two of the biggest parties, bro, which is why, like, I really want either you to pop off. So we need to talk about Blair Anthony in a second as well. I want you to pop off so we can go to some of these fucking events because, bro, we need to be at these parties. That's like, we need to put that out there. Like 2025, we're going to be at the Rock Nation brunch or at the, uh, Ruben July 4th party because, bro, there was some crazy ass parties over July 4th, not the ones we were at. So Diddy had a crazy ass party in California, I think. And yeah, it was California. And uh, the owner of uh, the Sixers, I don't know his first name, but Ruben, he's always with Meek Mill like in everything. Yeah. He threw a crazy ass party in the Hamptons where everyone was fucking at, bro. Like, 
like Diddy's probably seemed more fun, but like, bro, this dude had everyone at this white party, dude, from Jay-Z yeah. to fucking Bobby Shmurda to Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, it was just like the who's who's a fucking party. So if you had to choose, which party would you be going to if you had both invites in your hand? The Diddy one or this one? Yeah. Um, Honestly, like this one looked, I mean, I, I can't say this, um, with a hundred hundred percent confidence, but because I haven't seen that many Diddy parties and like paid attention to like every scene that's taking place, but this one looked super fun. I don't know if it was just because of the Uzi break dancing and everyone's faces, but the Diddy one seemed more like I'm here to like be seen and like mm. make an appearance. This one seemed like all right, we're trying to like rage and fucking just have a good time and fuck yeah. with all our white clothes. I totally agree, bro. And just I, I same, I would go to the Ruben party, yeah, if I had both invites, because it just seemed like so much more fun as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, yeah, you hit him on the head, like, not just a, an opportunity to be seen. Because you know it's not an opportunity just to be seen if, like, Jay-Z's there, right? Like, yeah. he's like, bro, I give two fucks. Above. I'm not going to act stupid for no reason. Um, yeah. And then, dude, you had a picture of Quavo with his arm around Bon Jovi. I'm like, bro, like, just, like, the extremes of, like, yeah. the people at this party. Like, you could literally just network and have a good time with, like, a fucking pop icon to a fucking, like, billionaire mogul. Like, it just seemed, like, so all over the place that it had to be a good time, right? You have fucking Bobby yeah. Schmurter. Like, do a year ago, he was fucking locked up. And then, you know, he's at this party, he's living his best life with no content yeah. out. Like, just because it's like, bro, come, you're famous, just be here. It's just like, bro, like, yeah. it just seems like it has to be a good time. Yeah, it seemed like a really good time. I, I'm not a fan of parties where, like, everyone's too uh, cool for school. Too sometimes like, no when I look at, like, yeah. yeah, no one's having fun. They're all got shades on, mad dogging each other, and, like, there's random thoughts in the background, and then, you know, that's it. Granted, I mean, obviously, I don't know everything that goes down at these parties. It's just highlights of random Yeah, it's moments. just highlights, bro. And I think about that time where um, I remember there was a video where, like, Kevin Hart was taking a picture with Jay-Z at a basketball game. And then, mm-hmm. like, before the picture, like, they still had the, like, voice, like, the video on. And it was like, I'm going to look at you and just laugh, all right? Ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. like, they, like, I get it. But, like, this seemed like, again, we don't know. But it seemed like genuine. Like, there was um, videos of, like, OG, OG Chase B and Travis Scott, like, fucking mm-hmm. losing their mind, the DJ booth. So, yeah, like, it's just um, definitely goals for sure um, to get invited to one of those parties. But, yeah, if I had to choose one, I think I would go with the Ruben one for sure. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. All right, man. So halfway point of the show, halfway point of the year. So we've got – I know it was a fucking slow start because we, we had our – where people are just like dragging their feet because they're not trying to, you know, because everyone drops now, like tells the world two days before they drop, hey, album dropping on, on Friday night at midnight. Uh, but I think a lot of people didn't want to take that chance at going up against Drake. But we've gotten like a, a good amount of content over the past like two months. With six months left in the year though, what are some things or some artists that you're really putting on the clock? Like, bro, I need a project from you like ASAP. Yeah, uh, I definitely put Drake up there. I think everyone is aware that he's going to be dropping something. But for me, again, like we've been waiting on this shit since the beginning of the year. So if he doesn't do it soon, like I'm going to get to the point where I mean, I'm always going to care, but I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm not going to drop everything I'm fucking doing, even though I probably will. That's the mindset I'm kind of having now. Like, you need to hurry up because the hype yeah, is like even a, a, for you dying down a little bit. Yeah, it's like annoyance at this point, kind of. Yeah. Like, maybe not complete annoyance because, like, like, right, we're, it's, we still have six months. But it's, it's your point. Like, it's like, yo, where the fuck is it, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully he'll... I don't think he's really explained why other than, you know, the injury he had and maybe he's tweaking some things. But I hope we get some clarity on, like, okay, song number eight was, like some new shit that I just really had to include or something. Mm-hmm. So at least there's a little bit of context. Um, but at least that one's uh, a reality that's going to come true. Um, and then other than him, I'd probably say I'm really hoping for like a Kendrick or tra- a new Travis project. Mm. Um, just yeah, some the Travis hitters. one, dude. We're going on some time now since he dropped that song with, uh, was it Franchise? With uh, yeah. 
with um, a young thug and, uh, yeah like it's been an, mm-hmm. oh, dude, almost i'm not saying a year but close yeah yeah so it's been a minute for him kendrick um i just haven't heard from him in, in such a long time so like i think that news would probably realistically excite me the most because um drake and and travis it's not like they disappear from the scene really right, right, right. they've just been doing their own shit um, yeah. here and there so hopefully kendrick will come through yeah same for me i mean drake and travis the top for sure like just you want to get more content from the go those guys like sometimes you wonder like if uh if travis is just more excited about just doing like collabs and shit like clothing wise which yeah. again he he really is like a hip-hop icon in that sense like yeah everything that he is a part of like just fucking sells out and like he just did a full dior collab which is wild so like yeah kudos to him um but yeah music wise you want to remember that it's about the music so i would say travis up there as well dude but i know we got a young thug ysl like collab album but like i really want like a young thug album like by himself mm-hmm. like that's the fuck i want like i really yeah. want another project from him and then also i would want another project um funny we say this like when we fucking bash his album when it first came out but i think i want another gunna album as well so mm-hmm. we can just have like like because that that sound is just like so perfect bro like yeah especially if you want to go outside like you want to have a good time like dude, literally like young thug named his fucking previous album so much fun because like bro, what's like a more suitable name than like listening to thug right like, it's just like having mm-hmm. fun listening to music so I feel like those two are the ones that, not from like the massive names, that like I'm like, yo, I really want these guys to drop something in the next like five, six months. For sure, love Young Thug, love Gunna. Um, I don't know if you got to that part in the podcast, and maybe we could talk about it another episode. But um, the Schultz Academics uh, or Flagrant uh, podcast appearance, they talked about Little Baby for a little bit. And I didn't get to that part yet. No, I, oh, I, got, okay. I just wrapped up the part where they were talking about um, how like the industry shares the same females over and over and over again. Oh, that's a, that's a good part. Um, <laughs> I mean, no spoilers with the little baby thing. I, I've already said it before, but like, I guess the unpopular opinion I have is that I actually prefer Gunna's like flow and catalog mm, a bit okay. more. And um, I definitely see like little baby's appeal. I just don't, I always kind of uh, uh found myself being confused when whenever Lil Baby was mentioned as like the guy like even above Drake and he's taking over everything because I, I don't think he personally has as wide of appeal that Drake um has and will ever have that because he's just I think he's more of a street rapper and I don't think he he's gonna ever transcend to that like pop shit that even the baby has done yeah 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 I, I i can see your point on that one i mean for him i can just see that it's like very his star just rose so quickly so i think people are just like more enamored like wow this guy really fucking rose to the top fast but mm-hmm. i think there's still levels where like maybe he got to like a, a tier b he'll never get to where drake is like even on his best like five-year run mm-hmm. but i mean those videos that i sent you were like the cartoons of like little baby in the studio with like drake and then like uh little Dirk like I feel like that's like a real thing but like he hops on these guys verses and like at least for that three minutes has the best verse so that's mm-hmm. where I think people are like oh shit like he fucking out rhymed Drake in his own song like he has to be better like that's where like that kind of stupid talk comes from got it yeah I'm gonna have to listen to him more and, and try to give him a chance but kind of like young uh, NBA young boy like I feel like there's certain artists where I'm just it's just not gonna click and I mean, it's impossible to like every artist, even if they're selling out arenas and doing all this other shit. Yeah, and have like 13 million followers on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. You know, I feel you. Um, even though that, that song, that that verse that Young Boy did have on that Tyler Creator album was actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, yeah, especially I, I agree with your point though. Like, even though Little Baby is w- more world renowned than Gunna. Uh, I think Gunna has a very niche sound that a lot of people fuck with, but it's not like massive yet. Um, I do enjoy Gunna's overall catalog more, even though like on the the little baby Gunna collab mixtape, I did enjoy Little Baby's verses more. Yeah, but, like I enjoyed like like if you compare like Little Baby's most recent album to Gunna's most recent album, like I enjoyed track one through whatever way more on Gunna's album. For sure, and I feel like Gunna's 
more versatile because every now and then I'll come across like a, a pop song and Gun is on it and it flows effortlessly and then he'll be on like a Caribbean sounding song and flow effortlessly. I don't know if I know the baby's probably everyone would say technically like a better rapper like can you know put words together more skillfully or whatever kind of like an Eminem versus say sure uh fucking Quavo or something but at the same time for me I, I definitely prefer an artist that can like bend around and, and do different things like Drake can obviously yeah and like even that video that I think we uh we found last last summer where like that uh where where Gunna was performing with like inch, like a, a full band behind him, and they like did a random like change aggressively from one song oh, yeah. to the next, and like it just like yeah. it's so artistic that like in that moment like he no longer was a rapper, he was just like an artist. Like yeah. I have more moments like that with Gunner and Young Thug than I do with Lil Baby, right? Yeah, doesn't take away anything from either of them, but I'm just saying like I think we both geared towards that kind of artist because it's like oh you're like. You love this, right? It's not just like, oh, you're doing this to make money and like you're doing the obvious shit. Like yeah. when you have a fucking orchestra behind you and you're doing like, that's like proper artistry. And we're, I think we both like and our listeners kind of gear towards that more than the other stuff. 100%. Uh, but speaking about shit we're looking out for, bro, I think you were teasing a little bit on the gram last night about some studio efforts so that people know what uh, Blair Anthony specifically is working on. Yes, sir. So last night, uh, well, it was my younger brother, Corey, he, his boy from college uh, is an artist himself. Uh, he goes by King Hefe. So shout out King Hefe. He apparently rents um, a studio in like the Orange County area uh, pretty frequently. So it turns out he had a few tracks he wanted to work on. Uh, he actually even recruited my, my brother, Corey, to sing like uh, a few hooks here and there even oh, though nice, dude. he doesn't um at least i mean maybe in the future he will but like right now he's not actively pursuing music but mm. um gave my brother a chance to sing a couple things that sounded really good and he asked me to hop on do a verse on one of his songs um so it was like the first or one of the few times where i had the pressure to like write within 20 minutes or whatever normally if i'm oh so myself, you heard the beat for the first time last night I heard the beat for the first time, like before we drove down there. So I had okay. a little bit of an idea in my head, but I only had like two lines written. And then we got there and then they played the beat like over and over. They laid out, laid down their stuff first, which took like, I don't know, half an hour. Okay. And I finished mine uh, and they really liked it. So it was, it was nice to like kind of have that new moment because I'm accustomed to writing for myself on my own time and I'll literally might take two weeks like finishing a song because there's, right, no, cause there's no rush right yeah. um so that was cool but i actually have a song that i finished that i really uh want to release as soon as possible my personal favorite in term or i shouldn't say favorite but the one i'm most proud of in terms of it sounding like radio ready so to speak really um and angelo who we interviewed uh, several months back, he, I got him to master it. Oh, nice, dude. He's crazy, crazy skilled in terms of his his mastering ability. So, really pleased with with how it's sounding so far. So, hope hopefully it'll be released uh, like by the end of the month or something. That's sick, dude. Awesome. So, was that your first time though? Last night, like being in a proper studio setup, or no? I had actually been to one a, a few times in like 2010, 11. One of my boys, he. He was like a, a I want to say bassist for uh, a band and uh, kind of had access to the studio. So every now and then he would invite me in and I would just like, I think he would actually make beats for people and then like have me just write and spit some lyrics over it to um, use as like a reference track. Like, oh, this Got is it. how this beat might be able to sound. Um, and then he let me record a couple of my own like remix songs back then. I've, I've done... Uh, for my boy some reference tracks for for other artists and then he would even let me do some of my tracks um but the funny thing is i i still bring up this moment but one of the few times i was in the studio way back then i was talking to my now fiance and i was trying to flex while i was trying to get at her to be like oh what are you up to and i think she was like oh i'm at um some bar over here with some friends she's like are you able to come now and i was i was literally at the studio but 
of course I wanted to flex and I was like, I can't, I'm in the studio recording right now. She had no idea I even like made music. Yeah, Obviously yeah, had like yeah, yeah. fucking eight followers at that time. Um, but she always brings that up. But I wasn't lying. I was just telling the truth. It just happened to yeah. be at the time a truth I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't, I don't know if I see the need to spend money on studio time now just because a lot of that work can be done at home. But yeah, especially because like if you if you get people like Angelo, other people, it's like master right. the sound for you. It's like you know you're just kind of spending mm-hmm. money to spend money. Yeah, and the the I mean the experience is dope. It's kind of one of those things you can't like replicate over mm. Zoom or something. But um, I, I might do it every once in a while if I'm ever back down. But yeah, that's that's the reason I was there, and uh, it was just really good vibes all around. Awesome, dude. Yeah, it was exciting. I saw that pop up last night. I was like, oh, shit, you know, something's coming out. So, uh, yeah, let the people know when that drops. And obviously looking forward to uh, the song that, uh, that you just, you know, that you're super excited about for yourself specifically. Um, sure. But that's what you got going on, what we got going on last week. The reason why we didn't have a full episode is because we did the interview with Joey Sherritt. So... Yeah. Great time. That, that, that interview is up right now, doing great numbers on YouTube and obviously available on where we get podcast, where we put our, our podcast out every single week as well. So you have to go check that out if you haven't yet. But I mean, dude, like your thoughts on that interview would be for me, again, super cool dude. Um, energy is phenomenal. And again, someone in that 25 to 30 age range that, you know, maybe hasn't made it yet, but it's just so exciting to see someone who like still has a very clear plan about like, yeah, I'm going to make it that like me not making it yet is not stopping me. Like I'm going to per- keep pursuing this. Like that was like probably the most like refreshing at all of it. For sure. And I, I really was excited to see, um, like those posters or pictures or whatever he had in his wall. Hell yeah. Like manifest yeah, yeah, yeah. being in the arena. And that's when I really, I mean, I always took him seriously, but when he showed that, I'm like, Oh, this guy's like hungry to, really make this dream come true and he's not bullshitting um he's not just you know some soundcloud rapper who uh you know wants clout or whatever he's serious about his craft and uh honestly believed um as as time went on throughout the interview i'm like oh this guy knows exactly how to get there it's just a matter of time yeah 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 100 percent, dude and like um and this is beautiful like he's living completely off music now right that was dope mm-hmm. like yeah that's like the dream right i'm sure that's where you want to be with player anthony like at that career path and i mean for us like we would love for this to be like our number one you know income and we just use this income to do other things in life right so yeah. like it's cool that he was able to figure out a way um like yeah i'm gonna live you know very minimal right now but i'm gonna live off music because that's all i want to do and i don't want to waste any time of my day doing anything that's not really pertaining to my 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 dreams like that was fucking like holy shit this dude's like young but still trying to like yo this is it and this has to be the only thing that makes me you know income which was dope for sure yeah i was excited to hear that um honestly wasn't expecting it because i don't i mean all the other people we interviewed um i believe they're hoping to turn into a full-time thing right right right. i feel like he's in general probably an exception to the rule i feel like most musicians if uh, I'm not mistaken, don't make their income isn't solely for music. So I thought that was super impressive that um, he was able to do that and also be relatively uh, young. Yeah. And I think just like that and like also um, kind of that we just said, like we kind of lean towards like the more artistry of it. Like you can tell this dude like loves music. Like he was name dropping so many artists that he's like looked up to uh kind of like sees himself as, as a little bit now then the fact that he produces the majority of his beats and like is so methodical about the way he thinks about songs like that's just like someone you have to root for because like you know they're whatever the fucking right reasons of doing music are like his is to just make i think he even said like yo i need to make good music so i can pass that on to like the next generation to know what like to grunt with right like I feel like a lot of artists aren't thinking that way when they're trying to drop their fucking song on like iTunes on Friday at midnight. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it just like that's right. like a dope. Like he seems very aware of like you know, everything has a reason. Everything I do has to matter. Otherwise, like why are we doing it? So I, I feel like for someone that young to think that way, but for an artist to think that way, that's pretty fucking wild because sometimes you think people just like uh, you know just put shit out to put shit out. Yeah. 
And one thing I kind of wish I elaborated on more with him, I mean, granted, I, I feel like I could uh, predict like what his answers would be, but when he was talking about being at the label house and stuff in mm -hmm. my head, I just kept thinking uh, like industry plan. I'm like, is this what people think like the industry plant, you know, factory is like, or mm. looks like it, or, or accusing is an industry plant uh, factory because I, I did a little bit of research. I guess it's called um, artist development deal. And they're not like spoon feeding you songs or lyrics or anything, but it sounds like labels see talent in people such as him and then try to like hone their craft and network get them to network with people and shit but mm. uh they're not you know just handing them uh you know their entire you know five album catalog for the rest of the yeah life yeah yeah it's not like hey here's these lyrics read it you know sing it blah 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 mm -hmm. i got you but it's like it's almost like a what do they call that shit like a fucking um like this when you're like doing a startup like those like um oh, the incubators like, yeah incubators right they're like yeah. hey like, let's just fucking go in this lab just stay there for as long as you can and do not come out until you have like exactly what you need to become like a star yeah basically that but a lot of people even if if that is the case and like it still you know requires 99 percent of the work that it wouldn't versus any other situation some people see that as like oh you're not just this like dude from the hood who you know was performing on you know some fucking boardwalk by the beach and right you know scraped up money to perform at the fuck madison square garden or something like right people have a very specific uh idea in their mind of what like an authentic artist come up should look like yeah and I, that was cool that he shed a light on that and he's like bro i was a part of that and it was just wasn't for me but um it's funny that his most recent song that's fucking, you know, would be a hit anywhere else. Like if he probably had a major backing behind it was very indicative, like that experience, which is like, which yeah. is why I love like this format so much when we have guests on and we talk about your songs as well. It's just like, bro, like we could have so many different ways of like trying to like interpret the song, but it's cool like to combine that with the actual reason behind mm -hmm. like every lyric. And it's like, oh, yeah. like yours obviously makes sense because it's your point of view, but like, what I was thinking kind of also applies in some other weird way if you kind of use like, you know, the metaphors and stuff like to apply to this. So that's yeah. always cool. Yeah, that was dope. Cause I listened to this song uh, a couple of days before the interview and was trying to dice decipher the lyrics so I could have a better conversation around it. And I had zero idea obviously that, you know, his experience in that label house or whatever. Right, we uh, would never go to that, right? We get the idea right. like, yeah, I'm gonna keep my head down. Shit's not going well right now. I'm gonna just like, you know, move forward. But you don't get like, oh, it's because you were really fucking hating life. You're like, bro, I can't do this. It's like, that's like, it's so much deeper than what we think it is sometimes at the surface level. So that's why like this, this format's so cool. So yeah, man, so everyone who's listening, go to go watch that uh, interview on YouTube up right now and then comment um, on that as well. But also up on every single uh, podcast platform. And we'll work on getting someone in May as well. Oh, sorry, in uh, in July. Fuck, it's already July, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll worry about getting someone this month as well to uh, ensure we get that uh, that same energy on those interviews. But um, that's pretty much all I had, dude, as far as main uh, main topics or any, anything else you want to hit on before we get into uh, Heat of the Week? Nah, let's dive right in. All right, my brother. So anything that stood out to you um, over the holiday weekend or last week that was like, yeah, this was a, a fire song that everyone needs to uh, check up on. Yeah, honestly, so my brother showed me this song. It's called uh, Disco Shit by O3 Greedo. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's an, nah. an LA, LA based rapper. He's not uh, like big nationwide. Um, obviously, you haven't heard of him. So, I mean, he's, he's still kind of like a, a niche artist known on the west coast but he has a song with kenny beats as well as freddie gibbs so the song's called disco shit okay um, and it just had a, a very unique and refreshing vibe um it's something you'd vibe out to like if you're in your car at a party it's not like lyrical or anything in that sense in the conventional sense um, okay but i really love the sound of it so now that i i i've heard that one i definitely want to check out more of his catalog because i honestly only heard one song by him before that and it was cool but it wasn't anything that made me say oh i need to like uh you know seriously check out the rest of his music but that one was fire 
Nice. All right. So I need to definitely need to add that one um, to the fucking to the playlist right away. Uh, for me, dude, like, so this is going to be kind of like not controversial because it's it's clearly um, a popular song and popular album. Um, Tyler Creator's album went number one on the Billboard. So shout out to him. Call me if you get lost. That kind of came out of nowhere. It was really like a Gangsta Grills, you know, mixtape kind of a thing. A DJ drama on every single song, hyping him up, which is cool. Uh, but for me, the song that stood out the most, and let me just make sure I'm fucking not butchering this, is Lumberjack. Um, he has like a line about like, um, I, I'm glad that my dad didn't pull out. And like, just like the whole like back and forth with that. Like it just like, it was just fucking like, gr like grim grimy and shit. Like it was just like a uh -huh. cool vibe. Um, dude, his sound is like all over the place in this album. So like, whereas like the previous album and like Flower Boy, like I loved like from the jump, like there's a lot in this album that I know I like. I just don't love yet because it's not like a very cohesive, like, mm -hmm. which I think is on purpose. Like, I think he wants to be like, you know, going crazy on one song and then like just chill on the next song and then like talking shit. Like, I think it's on purpose. So like, I, I think I know what he's trying to do. So I'll have like a better, like in-depth like review of it next week. But um, I know it's a good album. So like shout out to him for going number one again. But the song that stood out to me as like the gem um, was Lumberjack to me because I think it was just like him being very fucking clever and like kind of like Kit Cudi on his last album like reminding people like yo I'm very good at like the artistry of this but if I just want to rap to rap I'm probably better than you as well so that was like what I took away on that song yeah yeah definitely got like a lot of talk your shit type of energy from yeah the album and even his like social media clips that I've I've seen being shared around um and it's insane to think how how popular he's become because i remember in college uh when he dropped that and we i think we talked about it with joey uh yeah, yeah we did actually yeah yonkers yonkers yeah and i remember sharing it with some dudes in my fraternity and like everyone's like oh shit like what is this weird shit and he it almost seemed like he was just creepy and like satanic or something and now he's a um, fashion icon no, fashion icon, <laughs> loved by everybody, um, and just like a regular dude, I feel like he's he's kind of toned down his uh, his like uh, shock value type type. Right, because his shock behavior was so crazy that he got banned from entering the United Kingdom, bro. Like, how mm -hmm. does that even fucking happen? You know what I mean? Because they yeah. thought he'd be like a disturbance to the peace if he was over there, which is wild. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I I don't think it's a bad album. Uh, I just, I know I'm gonna love it. I'm just not there yet because it's not like an obvious sound. Whereas like, I yeah. think with Igor as well, which I think we both picked to win Grammy and, and won the Grammy for best album that year in 2019, 2020. Like that was a clear message and sound on every single track. Like that could have been one long song, right? Yeah. Whereas this, this is very much like a, a Gangsta Grills mixtape where like one, it's like song one has nothing to do with song three song yeah. four is completely different from song eight so like it's kind of just very different from what i'm used to from him that's why it's taking me a little bit longer it's like probably taking it yeah yeah he's one of those artists that like i i definitely respect um i don't know if i resonate or if a lot of his music resonates with me but i get how people can appreciate how unique um his sound and concepts and and music videos are his music videos are trippy as fuck Trippy as fuck, dog. Again, back to the artist who like properly loves making music, right? So like, mm. I feel like if even if like uh, you don't like the sound, you can still appreciate like, yo, this is why people love him. Because if you do like that sound, you know you're getting the best version of that sound because this fucking person like generally loves making this for you, mm -hmm. or just and, loves uh, making it, and you're gonna enjoy it. Right. And um, another person I appreciate won't take up too much time to chat about him, but uh, Hobson in that uh, podcast interview, he basically said uh, he doesn't, he doesn't really like release albums. He like focuses all, uh, focuses all of his efforts on a single song mm -hmm. and the video for that song, because in his, maybe from his uh, own experience, uh, he gets just as much traction from, from doing that as mm -hmm. opposed to, releasing an album with 15 songs and then having a concert where 
you know, people only know four out of those 15 mm. songs, or maybe not even like the other fucking 11 songs. So um, it's interesting to know that like every artist kind of has their own uh, particular ways of, of doing things and um, showcasing the art. Yeah, dude, again, it, it's, it really is the, um, at the artist's discretion, right? Like, it's like, yo, like, what is your goal? Is your goal just to put out the best content you have, but obviously make a living off it? And it's like, bro, like, if I can do this, like your boy Hops, like, just do this and make a good living, like, why would I stress myself out? Like, oh my God, like, how do I make sure that track nine matches the intro? Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, so because that could probably like leave artists fucking paralyzed it's like bro like i don't even know what to do anymore let me just not make music right so right that's that's i mean there's there's so many ways to fucking do music that like i think it's refreshing when you see that people really just do their own thing and still are very successful to a certain degree doing that way mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent yeah man all right so um we'll add both songs to the heat of the week playlist we'll have a better review of uh the Tyler Creator album next week. Um, but other people know where to catch up on some stuff and what we got going on. For sure. You can catch us at audio-theory.com on all major streaming platforms. We have the Heat of the Week playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Uh, new episode every single week. So be sure to tune in. Share, like, comment, subscribe, donate. Do everything you can to support the channel. And if you are an upcoming artist or even an established one who's lurking through our comment section uh hit us up for an interview i would love to chat 100 percent, bro couldn't say it better than myself um when you go back to uh san fran i go back uh monday night so i got oh. a little more time here another oh another weekend, weekend too nice yeah, that's yeah. awesome all right man so enjoy yeah. that um let me know if you need a gofundme account to enjoy the weekend so <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it yeah i might throw that in the description too <laughs> put that in the bio put that in the bio um all right bro well stay safe out there um enjoy the family obviously enjoy the friends um but yeah man appreciate everyone checking out again uh, we will see you next week peace appreciate you peace love you bro love you too